it's just, I can't wait to be under the lights, you know, so. into the wild sports podcast i am your host david graff joined alongside me as always is my co-host robert munoz got another amazing episode today we're going to talk about one poke that we can't wait to watch this fall as well as got that media montage that i teased last week as well as we're going to have some kelly walsh kelly walsh from casper high school athletes on the pod as kind of our dipping our toes into the high school football season that starts next Friday, August 27th. Kelly Walsh takes on South Central takes on Natrona County. Who's East playing, Robert? Who's East Who's East got in the first week? East is playing Thunder Basin. They can't be Yeah. And uh Thunder Basin in Natrona County in Cheyenne week 1 should be great. Great week of high school football. And Kelly Walsh, dude. It's gonna be it's gonna be a monster weekend in Cheyenne. Good Friday, I feel like high school football in the capital city next week. So Nick Kuzma's Nick Kuzma's gonna be busy, huh? Are you gonna make Kuzma, a trip down here? And Kuzma and Jackson McCarthy are gonna be all over the place. I don't know if I'm gonna be down there. If I am gonna be down there, I'm gonna make sure that I try to get to the same route. Same game that Robert's at, but we'll see. I don't know if I can choose between Kelly Walsh and Natrona County if I drive all the way to Cheyenne. That's kind of my internal dilemma because I don't want to show any favoritism to either either school there, even though, of course, we have Kelly Walsh on the podcast here. But we'll have, we'll have some more high school football interviews next week, and we're going to dive even deeper into that first Friday of high school football action ahead of Friday's games next week. But we're going we're gonna to start with some pokes talk here. Now, it doesn't sound like it was a very good day of practice today. Coach Bowl, when he was addressing the media after practice, we're recording this here on Wednesday, he dropped a nut up. Some guys need to nut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's uh, That's one that, our our news director we couldn't air that one we didn't want, we didn't want to put on on the tv that he called people out telling them to nut up so doesn't sound like it was a very good practice today but prior to today it sounded it sounds like practice has been going well obviously nobody has been in the practices except for the players and the coaches no media allowed at practice heading into the season this year one of the guys that seemingly has been making a big name for himself is wide receiver, freshman wide receiver, Jalen Sargent out of Logan. Enemy territory there, Utah State territory, but he decided to be, become a cowboy, and he seems to have made some early impressions. Therefore, he's one of the guys that I can't wait to see. Can't wait to see if a true freshman can actually crack the wide receiver rotation. Everyone knows watching poke football the past few years that the pokes have just been dying for somebody on the outside. Isaiah Nero was that guy last year. He made some big plays. Aiden Eberhardt has had his moments, but they've been waiting for a guy just to 
have some sort of steady production. So that's definitely one guy that I can't wait to see, but there's definitely a few more, a few more legitimate guys that we've seen before, but I can't wait to head into the season. But I'll throw it to you, Robert. Who's somebody that you're looking forward to seeing in the brown and gold this fall? Well, it's easy, easy, easy to say um, number six out of the backfield, Xavier Valade, especially when they're talking about him coming out and uh, he's going to be catching the ball out of the backfield more, getting out in space. It's going to be, he's going to be even more explosive. Maybe he's going to just, it's just an added dimension that defenses don't want to see. So it's easy to say him, but um, you know, with maybe with this, with Polisex offense and, we know tight ends are utilized over there in Iowa. They were when he was around. Maybe uh, I'd like to see Trayton Welch and and see what Trayton Welch has in store. I know they're battling for that tight end position, but it sounds like Trayton Welch has, um, same with Sargent, has been making a case to get some early season playing time and prove himself. Um show what he can do, uh, and they're talking about stretching the field. So I, I think that's an under-the-radar, semi-under-the-radar guy. I, I, I would like to see, um, you know, neither of us said any defenders. And I don't know, is that is that is that tough to see because – or tough to say because – it's it's constant back there. I know there's still some reading Red Josh Criswell's story um, about position battles, and there's some so there's some battling going on on the defensive side. But uh, maybe who who would you like to see back there, David? I mean, I can't wait to see Garrett Crawl one final time. Hopefully, he's healthy. I don't know if we've ever seen him truly fully healthy ready to go so you know if we see him I guess 75 percent I don't know what he would determine as like healthy more than health more than normal healthy for him I'd like to see him one final time in the brown and gold I think he's primed to have a big year big year especially if he's healthy because when he's out there on the field he just he seems to make plays just the big plays find him. You know what I mean? No doubt. No doubt. I know what you mean. Um, I'd like, I'm I'm excited to see this, this no fly zone, this brown and gold, no fly zone with this, uh, cornerback duo. CJ Colden is easy. Your boy is easy. Hearing shout out to easy. Um, Toughest position in football, so they say, cornerback. So those guys are going to be – I'm excited to love – I love love a good pass breakup. That gets me going. Jay Savell said that one of the things the defense needs to do better this year is create turnovers, create takeaways. And the easiest way to do that is probably intercepting passes. I mean, fumble recoveries are always nice, but – they're kind of 50-50, you know? It's not a guarantee they if are you 50, knock the ball 50. out. 
I, I like what I like where your head's at. I like where your head's at. Definitely no fly zone. Yep. They're there locking down the receivers. Uh, you know, that stout D-line D is going to be getting that pressure, knocking the ball loose. And your boy Garrett Crawl is going to have some fumble recoveries and some uh, forced fumbles. That would be fun to see. It would be some scooping scores. Nothing like seeing big men score touchdowns, you know? One of the great one of the great things, big man TDs, huh? Just seeing those guys celebrating in the end zone. There's there's no more pure joy than that, that's for sure. What's what's better? The uh what do you think's better? A scoop and score or a big man catching a TD pass out of the backfield? Play oh, action. Scoop and score. Scoop and score. Cause the the T D catch out of the backfield it's beautiful. It's just, it's truly beautiful, but there's something majestic about the scoop and score, you know, seeing a guy run for his life. Just he, he's doing everything he can not to get caught. What about you? Um, I don't know. I love to see uh, the big man catch the touchdown pass. It's, it's, it's like it's earned. Here and it's just I don't know something about it and celebration. You know, I think I saw this um, a question on Twitter and it, it said the question was uh, what was the loudest you 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 have heard War Memorial Stadium and there were a couple of responses on there. It said a blocked punt against Texas in 2007, and that's like one of the just prime memories I have at that stadium is that play. And I think that's the loudest block punt return for a touchdown. against Texas heading right before halftime. And then Texas just blew, just, just opened the floodgates. That was all she wrote. But there is that moment there of uh, feeling of upset. Well, the Pokes have they've gotten some of those upsets. Those against Mizzou it was pretty loud then when they pulled that one off. I lied. It was 2009, not 2007. I was wrong. The people know. The people know what year you met. Is would you say that's the loudest that that game? You think that that was the loudest? You've been to plenty more poke football games than I've been to would you say that's that's the loudest um from yeah what I can remember definitely you know some games you don't remember Texas was number two at the time so you know it was a pretty big deal I remember just Laramie was orange it was pretty impressive Longhorn fans do travel well they, they know how to make it to Laramie. If you can make it to Lubbock, Texas in October, you can make it to Laramie anytime. I'll say that. I'll say that. Luke Ruff, one of the great Wyoming defenders there. Is there anyone else that you're looking forward to seeing this fall on the Pokes? Just anyone at all. Offense, defense. 
Nope. Uh, just excited to watch some football. Maybe I'm excited to see you out there catching snaps. <laughs> holding some holding some PATs for John Hoyland. Dude, if if I was the holder, that would be uh that would that would be bad news for everybody. That's for sure. That's for sure. Well, I'll just toss it right now to our uh little UW Media Day montage. Some of these all these quotes came from Media Day, just some exciting times all around. And then we're gonna have Kelly Walsh running back linebacker Cameron Burkett and Kelly Walsh wide receiver Chase Ortberg on the podcast here. I was able to catch up with them at practice a couple days ago, talk to them heading into the season. But first, enjoy this little montage. One and only goal, uh, win the Mountain West. Personally, I think that this is the best team that Coach Bowles assembled here, um, here in Laramie. I think uh, that goes for credit for obviously what they do um, and the coaching staff um, as far as building up players. Um, I think the coaching staff we have here right now is the best coaching staff hands down since we've been here. Looking on the field, we got playmakers everywhere. Um, and I'm not only talking about the offensive side, but the defensive side as well. What's getting you in the air, jumping, like, hell yeah. What gets me jacked up is when they don't, when we stop them at the line of scrimmage on a run play, they get no yards at all. If we get tackles for losses because we did our job, that's what gets me jacked up. He was talking about how his girlfriend's from Temecula. And I was like, oh, so you must know Oceanside then, because if you know anything about that little area, those two cities are real close. And then we got to talking about Oceanside. He brought up Angelo's, and I was like, wow, my God. That's, that restaurant is amazing, man. They got so many options there. The drinks is fire, and it's like, what, like a couple blocks from the beach? Yeah. You could take a stroll down after you eat, you know what I'm saying? Walk the food off. It's, it's a vibe, man. If y'all ever heard Oceanside, check out Angelo's, man. It's really the same thing every time. I've got a snapper. The ball comes at me. Um, so the, go, the ball goes to the holder, and then I go kick it through the upright. So it's really the same thing throughout, and I try and keep it the same every time. I have a lot of goals for myself and for the team. One of our biggest goals, not our big, not one of our biggest goals. Our biggest goal is winning the championship this year. You know what I'm saying? And all my goals are falling are like aligned with that. Like at the end of the day, I just tell myself do my job. Definitely grateful I had the opportunity to even play here. All thanks to the coach for coming to find me in Temecula. I mean, didn't get a lot of notice out of high school, and uh, I mean, all thanks to Coach Ball and those guys for taking me in and just kind of me through this great program here. I think we have a group of guys, um, and so I'm going to kind of not make any grand statement there, but I appreciate the question, but I'd really encourage our fans to come out, and I think they're going to enjoy this uh, Cowboy football team. Coach Bull, right away, right when I got here um, as a freshman, he always had those who stay will be champions, and to be able to make that come true would mean the world. Coach McKelkey, Kelly Walsh's head coach, Aaron McKelkey, said that You may not know who Chase Ortberg is right now, but by the end of the season, he's somebody that we're all going to be very familiar with, which is high praise if you ask me. So I wanted to introduce you guys to Chase on the pod right away so you guys know before he breaks out for the Trojans. It's your last first week of practice. How's it been so far this week? It's Thursday. It's been pretty good. The energy's been high. Um... Everyone's excited to get out. Uh, it's been the first, it's the first year since COVID, and everyone's pretty excited. So, 
What are you most excited about this season? Oh, man. Um, getting farther than, next year, than last year. So that's, I'm just waiting to go, you know. So is that the goal? Is that something that you guys have been talking about? I know it was a little bit of a surprise. You guys upset in Cheyenne Central, making the semifinals, and then, you know, you fall to Thunder Basin. But is that something you guys have been talking about, is taking that next step? It's, yeah, it's been, it's about, it's been about um, Murphy. It's Murphy. Anything that can go wrong will. Um, we've been talking about that. We were up <clears throat> seven in the first quarter, and we had a bad fourth, fourth, uh, fourth down and it just went all down from hill from there so we're working on Murphy's Law anything can go on well so so how, I mean how do you how do you work on that you know just recognize it say it's Murphy just go green light we've been talking about a lot about that so um, whenever you feel like you're going at a yellow light you gotta flip it back to green never let it go to red so what are some of your individual goals you know it's your final time putting on the the green and white for kelly walsh what what do you want to accomplish as many receptions and great blocks that i can anything i can do for the team coach mckelkey told me that not everyone's going not everyone knows who chase ortberg is right now but by the end of the season this guy is going to be the other guy with the long blonde hair that everybody's talking about what does that mean to you to get that kind of praise from your coach heading into your final year? It's it's an honor, you know. Um, I've been working on everyone's names, and I'm, I'm trying to help everyone out and just try and make an impact on the team in a positive way. So. Coach McKelkey handed out those badges at the end of the practice there. Everybody, all the seniors and the coaches, you're all, you know, your own deputy. What, what, what do you think of that? Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a culture thing. So we're trying to work on everything that we're trying to install into this program and keep everyone accountable. And it's it's a big honor. Yeah. What is it? What is it about wide receiver that you enjoy playing the most? Oh, um, running routes and I, I love to run routes and block and just. It's fun. I love it. <laughs> it's a couple of weeks away, but anything that you're envisioning about that first game against South? Yeah, I think we're I think we're there this year. So, bus ride and high energy, and hopefully we go down there, do what we need to do, and come away with the win. So, one last practice question here. I mean, how much fun is it just for you being out here? being on the practice field and just getting after it with your friends. It's, it's way fun. I mean, we're doing thud and all that and it's 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 bittersweet. It's the one of the few last first days of the or sorry. It's one of the last days of the first week, so it's it's high energy and super excited, so. How exciting. I never played football, so I don't know all of the excitement about just getting after on out on the field, just down at the park, getting decked by strangers. <laughs> How exciting is it when you first get to put on the pads? Oh man, I remember fifth, four, yeah, fifth grade. I just was so excited. My dad was there. It's it's all led up to this, and he's been a big support. Same with my mom and all my family. So. What about like this week when you finally get to put the pads on? I know oh, sorry. No, I you're, that was question. a great story. Oh. This week though, when you know you guys are out here, Coach McKelkey was joking when he saw me earlier. He's like, it finally looks like football, yeah. you know. So you guys finally get to put on the pads. I mean, what was that moment like? It's, it's exciting. It's it's opening 
another year and another chapter of your life. So it's just, I can't wait to be under the lights, you know, so. Our next interview here is Cameron Burkett, a running back and middle linebacker from Kelly Walsh. He was first team All-State offense at large last season and second team as a running back. He's primed to have a big year, big year this year. He was also one of our 2021 Prep Athlete of the Week to watch for this season at Wyoming News Now, where I work. So really enjoyed this interview, and I hope you guys enjoy getting to know Cameron Burkett as well. So I just talked to Chase here. He's got the long blonde locks. You've got the long blonde locks. It's kind of a U-Dub thing, or at least when I was at U-Dub, the long blonde locks. Is that something you guys plan, or? So Chase came here to Kelly Walsh when he was a sophomore. I didn't even know him until last year, and I had short blonde hair last year. I decided to grow it out, why not? And then he grew it out, so we're like, okay, long hair, sick. Senior year, final ride, long hair don't care, right? Exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, it is your senior year. A lot of people know who Cam Burkett is, as Coach McKelkey told me. He's like, everybody probably knows Cam Burkett. But anyways, so, I mean, what, what are your expectations heading into this final year? We work well as a team. We practice full speed all the time till the end of the whistle. I expect that we should make it to the state championship. That's what I expect. But stuff happens, bad calls, and you can't, you can't expect anything. But you can play to your best ability, and that's what I expect our team to do. Chase was talking about Murphy's Law. Is that something that you're aware of as well? Yes. Our, uh, our coach, Aaron McKelkey, he likes to talk about how Murphy, who back in the day, he said anything that go, or can go wrong will go wrong. So we talk about if it goes wrong, it goes wrong forget about it and then he makes a straw a green a green dot on our hand and we look at it and say green light and go back out and do our best now coach McKelkey he's somebody that when I first moved back to Wyoming about a year ago I got to know pretty well he's he's a character yes he's definitely a character what, what do you think of him as as a coach and then just as you know a guy he knows how to talk he's very good at talking he uh, he's a great guy though outside of football He's a wonderful guy. He does anything he can to help other people. There, uh, this summer we did close to five, six jobs just helping out families that needed help, and he set that up. Football coach, he's a great football coach. He pushes us. If we make a mistake, he coaches us up. He's the whole package, pretty much. Now, you, some people might describe you as a pretty good package on the field. Weird way to put that, I know, but <laughs> what, I mean, what, what are you thinking when you're out there on the field? Or are you just playing like with reckless abandon, long hair, don't care <laughs> mentality on the field as well? So when I step on the field, first play, nervous. Oh, I get the jitters every first play. After the first play, it's game on. I'm pedal to the metal until the end of the whistle. And once that whistle blows, I go to the sideline, get feedback, what I need to do better. I pretty much, I don't remember most of my plays. It's just blanking out, going and doing my thing. What, what's the excitement like for you coming into this first week of practice? What's that like? I'm very excited. Our, our team's looking great. I love our offensive line. Our offensive line's going to do a great job blocking. Our quarterbacks, looking good. Our running backs, looking good. Our receivers, we're, we're looking good. I'm very, I'm very happy. Is there anything that you're envisioning heading into that first game against South? 
I'm envisioning us playing to the best of our ability. I'm envisioning us playing like how we are in practice right now. We are practicing very, very well. <laughs> Sorry, there are a bunch of bugs around here. No big yes, not that. So, at the, I mean, they're going all over here. <laughs> so I feel bad. I'll, I'll wrap it up here. I mean, what, what do you hope to accomplish this season, your final season as a Kelly Walsh Trojan, your final time putting on the green and the white? My dream since I stepped on the Kelly Walsh football field as a freshman was to win the state championship. That's what I've been wanting to do ever since. So I'm going to push my hardest. I know our team is going to push their hardest to get to the state championship. And hopefully we can get there. Hopefully we can pull out the win. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed those interviews with Kelly Walsh's Cameron Burkett and Chase Ortberg. It's good to get to know them a little bit and introduce them to you guys. You may get a very... Very personal introduction from those guys. If you are a South fan as they open up against Cheyenne South, it should be a, a good season for both guys. Cameron Burkett is certainly a man amongst boys. He's also the reigning state shot put champion at 4A. I, I actually remember after I interviewed him this time, remembered interviewing him after that state championship shot put title. And he, he was confident, man. He said he's coming for that state record this year. So I, I like his moxie. He's definitely a guy that we'll want to watch over the season. And like I mentioned, Coach McKelkey said that Chase Ortberg is somebody that we're certainly going to get to know as the year goes on. So looking forward to seeing those guys in their first game against South. Just looking forward to high school football in general. I know I am, I'm sure. Robert is what what's most exciting to you about high school football being back Robert the passion players have when you talk to them after the game they love it uh even in the losses sometimes you know it sucks but they care care a lot yeah I'm definitely excited just for the kind of the high school rivalries there's nothing quite like high school rivalries especially you know the, the, we talked to so many East guys last year, and they all mentioned there's definitely a rivalry with Thunder Basin, but obviously they, they wanted to beat their crosstown rivals as well. And to see that rivalry between East and Thunder Basin renewed on the very first Friday, does it get any better than that? I don't think so. And Thunder Basin has a tough time playing at Oakey Blanchard Stadium. They lost three state championships in that stadium last year. Football, House of Horrors. Soccer. Yep. House of Horrors for Thunder Basin. Whew. Well, you know what? As I like to say, there's always next season. And next season is almost upon us. We're going to dive way more into high school football next week. We're going to hopefully have some more guys from both Natrona County High School and then Cheyenne East, Cheyenne Central, Cheyenne South, whoever we can get on the podcast, we're going to have them on the podcast telling you, telling us, telling you about themselves heading into the season, telling, just talking about their teams going into this year. It's kind of, it's a little bit of a wide open year at the 4A level. So it should be exciting to see who, who can make a name for themselves this season. There's no, no, I hate to say it, but there's no Graden Buell. You know, no guy looming that large for any singular team as of right now. But by the end of the year, could have somebody even better. 
You never know. That's why that's why you play the games. Anything else, Robert, before we head out here? Nope. Just looking forward to it. Excited, what? excited. Like you said, uh excited to see who makes a name for themselves this season. There's nothing quite like seeing a kid make a name for himself under the lights on Friday nights. Little rhyming action to send you out on this podcast. Really, really appreciate everybody who's been listening to the pod, who's been subscribing to the pod. We love doing this. Gonna have so a few different episodes next week. Just trying to get get everybody ready for the high school football season here in Wyoming. So looking forward to that. Can't wait to talk to you guys again. Wish Robert some safe travels as he heads off into the wilderness. He's going to embrace his inner Chris McCandless. Not not going all the way. I don't know if I'll do that. Not going all the way to Alaska, but he is going into the wilderness. So I hope to talk to him soon. I hope that he has a fantastic time camping. He is going camping, but I'm not going to disclose where. Other surprise, other surprise before we get out of here. I, I am making my first, I almost forgot, I'm making my first trip to Riverton tomorrow. So Robert and I will have to re- recap that on the podcast. I'm excited to see the Riverton High School football team get to know those kids, get to know the head coach there. So looking forward to that one. Head coach at Riverton is Troy Anderson. That's his name, which is also the name of the best player on Montana State's football team. So it was, it was kind of weird emailing back and forth. I just kept thinking of Montana State football. Synergy, I suppose. Synergy. Yep. And shout out, shout out to the shout out to a fellow from Riverton, Travis Cohn, who uh I don't know if he might have been offended about David's prior Riverton comments, but we appreciate you giving it a listen. We appreciate you listening and I will give honest feedback. Honest feedback on my trip to Riverton and you can you can tell me what I've missed. You can tell me what I should be doing the next time I'm in, in town or I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. I'll just leave it at that. Appreciate everybody who's been listening and sharing the pod. Thank you for subscribing, rating and reviewing. And to all the people who have given us a few shekels, it always helps. Definitely love that. I want to say shout out to Shakewell for the music, safe travels to Robert. And hopefully we're talking tons of high school football next week.
attention, baby. So take some notes and take some time. Oh, Mars aside, and shout out any suggestions, baby. 